You're listening to episode 45 of the Broken Glass Podcast, Knowing Your Worth with Mella Barnes. You're listening to the Broken Glass Podcast, a podcast with a mission to highlight women in the music industry through their stories, from their successes to their trials and tribulations. We'll share tools and resources available to you to make your music dream job come to life or to start that business you've always wanted to own. But most of all, you'll be a part of the Broken Glass community where we support and encourage each other and open the doors to working in music. I'm your host, Christy Jacobson, entrepreneur, music lover, wonderluster, and dreamer. Welcome to the show. Hello there. I wanted to jump in here real quick before the episode to chat about the two new services that I've launched with Broken Glass Media, a podcast launch package and a podcast management. So if you've ever wanted to host a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start, or if you have a podcast, but you need to get the day-to-day tasks off your plate so you can focus on the strategy of your business, then let's chat. You can book a free consultation with me by visiting www.brokenglassmediallc.com slash podcast management. I can't wait to chat with you to see where your business can go. And for those of you who like to DIY instead, be sure to head over to the website to sign up on the wait list for our DIY Your Podcast e-course coming soon. And now to this week's episode. Welcome back to the Broken Glass Podcast. Today I have Mella Barnes with me. She is a session singer. So welcome to the podcast, Mella. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I love your podcast. I love the blog. I love everything. I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you. This is awesome. Um, and and. You found me in in a unique way um, through Pinterest, right? Yes, I did. Um, I love finding other music bloggers. I feel like there's not very many of us. So whenever I find one, I get really excited. And then that's how I found like dove deeper into your podcast and all of that. Yeah, that's awesome. It was, you know, something, you know, you'd said that you'd found me on Pinterest and I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Like (laughs) most people find me through word of mouth or, you know, um, through their management company or something like that. And I was like, okay, so all the work I'm doing on Pinterest is working. Yeah, (laughs) I I actually have a blog post about why I think musicians need to be on Pinterest. I think it's such an unutilized market that if you can get in right now, you can pretty much like, I mean, really there are so few of us on Pinterest. Yeah, Yeah. and it's, um, you know, I, I never even thought about Pinterest as a way to, to do your music career um, and yeah. to, to even for me to promote because for me, Pinterest was like, oh, it's the pretty pictures. It's the, the DIY and the how-to and all that. And then I took an online course about blogging and they started talking about Pinterest and I was like, wait, what? You can- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And so then I really dove into it and I was like, this is really cool. So anyway, I just, I just thought that was really awesome. That was, um, that how you came across the podcast yeah. and blog and that. So, but let's, I want to chat about you. Um, so <laughs> tell me a little bit about yourself and what you're doing right now. Um, right now, I think uh, because of, you know, the quarantine and everything, I, well, so, okay, let me, let me back up. I'm a session singer. So what that means essentially is songwriters will hire me to sing songs that they've written. So most of my clients are male, you know, and they've written a song that they either is out of their range or they wrote it for a female to sing. And I got started doing that actually through my uncle's recording studio when I was a kid. And I just kind of kept going with it and turned it into my own 
like career. But right now, I think everybody is sitting at home writing songs because of the coronavirus quarantine. So I've been busier now than I've ever been in my life. And I feel bad, like I really do feel bad I'm doing well because of the coronavirus quarantine, but that's that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that it's it's such a unique situation that we're in. And, you know, I, I hear from from everybody, it's like either they're they've got nothing to do or they've got no creativity whatsoever, or they're on the opposite end of the spectrum. They've brought their their career online and they're like, I am so overwhelmed right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or you know, I um I know a couple life coaches and they're like, we are crazy because everybody wants to know how to manage their thoughts and their feelings and, and how to manage productivity and, and all of that. So it's just such an interesting time. Like it's, it's, you know, obviously a very sad time and you know yeah. it's, it's hard for a lot of people, but watching what's kind of coming out of this for people as far as creativity goes and, and productivity and just seeing the things that people are doing, it's, it's, it's kind of cool in, in a, yeah. in a weird way. Um, but that's, I'm glad that you've been able to, to at least keep, you know, working and, and all that. And, and I think you'd mentioned to me that you built your own vocal booth. Yeah, I did. Well, I, I, my dad helped me because <laughs> I'm not very like construction-y, but the, um, interior design and like all of the research and stuff I did myself. And I love, I'm like, that's the best thing I've ever done. It's like the one thing that I'm most proud. It's like my child. I'm constantly <laughs> showing people pictures of it. <laughs> but that that's given you such a great opportunity from home now. Yeah. And you can I work free too. And so like recorded doing what I do full time, I really didn't have a choice. So it was like necessity breeds invention or whatever that right. phrase is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I totally get it. I mean, I'll probably end up muting this interview throughout however long because I have an airport right next to me. Oh. And, you know, I, I live, uh, my bedroom faces our, our parking garage, so I get so much background noise. So, but, you know, that that's having that in, in your home too, I think that's probably one of the best things you could have done before all this happened for your yeah, career. Yeah. And right? I have Just roommates to, too. So it's like <laughs> awkward to be working on song. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I told my roommate, I said, I'm, I'm doing an interview. So just keep, keep it quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I totally get it. But yeah, that's, that's really cool. So how did you, you know, I know you mentioned that you were doing work with your, I think you said it was your uncle. Yeah. Um, how did you really get into music? Was it through him and through his his company? My family is all pretty musical. Like you really don't have an option. If you're, <laughs> if you're born into this family, you better learn how to do something. And we're like, like, have you ever watched a movie where people sing happy birthday and they're like off key? Like my family yeah. would not tolerate that. We would start over. <laughs> like, I should not sing happy birthday so, with your family then. <laughs> right. So um, he, I was just a studio rat from the time I was a, like a small, small kid. So I grew up in that. And then when I was probably like nine or 10, there was a songwriter there who did not want to sing. She was just not. I don't know if she wasn't comfortable or or what, but she was like, well, let's have her do it. And then it that was it. That was like my first session singing job and I didn't get paid for that. So getting paid is relatively recent for me. That was a hard thing for me to transition into. 
Yeah, but that's, you know, something, you know, having that in your, your, your family too. Um, you know, my, my family wasn't necessarily musical, but we all played instruments in, in school, right? We all learned, you know, it was is something it's, you're going to play sport and then you learn an instrument and I just kind of kept going with it. Um, yeah. And, you know, so it's cool to have that kind of thing in, in your family. And, you know, I know for me too, my grandfather, um, he was really into, you know, going and buying records and, and, and then when everything went to CDs, buying CDs, like their basement was just like filled with, you know, music and, and, and books and, and DVDs and whatnot. So I think I got a little bit of that from him too. So sure. you know, to have it in the family is, is something that, um, you know, at least for me was, it's always something that kind of threaded through my life. Um, and it sounds like it was the same way for you as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And um, so you, not only do you do session singing, I think you said you also do voice acting and then you, you know, we talked about blogging before. Um, so what, what do you really consider your full-time job or do you kind of consider all, you know, part of your, your career? Yeah. Um, session singing is full-time. Like I literally am in this booth at least 40 hours a week, probably closer to 60 lately. <laughs> like that's my full-time job. Voice acting and blogging are my passion, like side hustles, I guess. Um, I love blogging so much, but I feel like, and let me know if you agree, but I feel like people don't really read that much anymore. Yeah. So I'm trying to like turn my blogs into videos because I feel like more people are willing to watch a video than read necessarily, but I still blog because I just love writing so much. Yeah. And I think there, I mean, it kind of, I see both ways. Like I personally, I love reading, right? Like I'll right. go on to, you know, medium and just read, you know, I'll mm -hmm. click through and then just fall into like that rabbit hole of, of yeah. blog posts and articles and whatnot. Um, and I love coming across other people's blogs. And I think there are people out there though, that who just want to turn something on and just listen to it. They don't want to, yeah. um, they don't want to have to spend the time reading or, I mean, right now, I'm sure, you know, it's very different, but, you know, when, when we're in our normal routines and we're commuting, yeah. um, a lot of people would prefer to listen. Sure. You know, it, it just, it makes it, um, you know, they can, if they can download, they'll download and then they'll put it on in their car while they're driving or, you know, on the train or bus or however they, they commute. Um, so I've been trying to like find this like balance with my blog posts where it's like, it's not too short and it's not too long. It's, yeah. you know, like kind of like Goldilocks, like, right. Just like right. the right amount where I know people are going to read, but they're not going to get bored. Um, and they're going to just, you know, they're going to, and, and just put, put as much of much content in it as possible without all the fluff. Yeah. Well, Google loves long. That's why, you know, you ever look up a recipe and there's like their entire life story. Yeah. <laughs> they, that, I read that that's because Google favors those posts because they like you to have like 2000 words or whatever. But oh, yeah, like you just said, yeah. I don't think anybody's looking to read 2000 posts or 2000 words about whatever dumb thoughts no. I have. So I mean, you know, the that makes sense, you know, because I, I look up a lot of recipes online and I'm always like, okay, where's the, the recipe? Right. You know, like I just want to get to the point. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, and maybe that's for me, it's, it's maybe it's causing some harm to my blog. I don't know, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm getting to the point. You yeah. Know? I'm going to tell a little tiny story and then here's my point. Right. So, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's just a delicate balance, I think. And, and 
I think it's also knowing your audience too. Sure. Sure. Um, so with your, you know, 40 to 60 hours a week of doing the session singing and then, and then doing the blog and, and voice acting and your other passion projects, um, you know, I think a lot of us have that same kind of um, workload where we have our full-time job or career, but then we also have our passion projects, um, side hustles. How do you prioritize, you know, your day or your week and keep everything straight when you've got all that going on? Yeah, for me, it's having a schedule and it, that's like a work in progress. I feel like I'm still refining my schedule, but like, for example, today is Saturday. I am not working today and that's something I have to force myself into but I got so burnt out a couple of weeks ago because I was working 24-7. Like, I'm just trying to get, you know, obviously paid clients come first before anything. But then I also do want to post, you know, X many blog posts a week because I am trying to still do that. But, like, I need time to just, like, watch TV or, like, people need to schedule downtime. And I think that's super important. And I think especially with our side hustle culture, and I've seen like people with the pandemic, like they feel bad that they're not getting anything done right now. And it's like, you are allowed to just not do anything sometimes. I think you have to not do anything sometimes. It's good for you, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm feeling that too. And I, I kind of went through the same type of burnout too. And so I've had to say, okay, you know, especially now where I work and live in the same room, basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 24 seven now. So it's, it's for me, it's been finding that, that balance, like, okay, you know, here's the hard stop on the full-time job Mm -hmm. and then, okay, I'm going to go out for a walk. I'm going to go do something that is totally separate from anything I'm doing and listen to music or listen to a podcast. Or, um, I've been, one of the things I've been doing since we've been in, in quarantine is, um, learning French. Oh, fun. Yeah. It's, it's been really fun. So, you know, I have a a podcast that teaches French, so I'll put that on and that's totally different than, you know, music industry and blogging and and building a business. And then I come back in and I'm like, okay, now this time to this time is going to be when I'm working on the podcast or, or whatever with the business. Um, and then I'll have, okay, Friday nights. Nope. I'm watching TV. I'm Mm -hmm. just hanging out, chilling. And you know, it, it, like you said, it's just putting a schedule together really. Yeah. Scheduling and forced downtime. I think, especially for creatives like us, it's so easy to beat ourselves up because I should be writing right now, or I should be, you know, working on my passion project. You should take a break. (laughs) Like your brain needs it. Your mind (laughs) and your creativity needs it. So just to everybody who is struggling right now, I think just accept it. Don't fight it. Don't, you know, and then the scheduling is my other tip. Just keeping, yeah. keeping a work schedule. Yeah. And, you know, you said don't, don't fight it. It's, you know, there's days I'll go, I'll be like, okay, I'm super motivated and I'll just work all day. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get so much done. I had a, a PTO day from my full-time job uh, the other day and I just... I worked nonstop. Like I was like, I wish I could get this much work done, you know, on a regular basis. Yeah. And then like three days later, it was like, I don't want to do anything. And I'm just right here. I'm just gonna gonna read a a fiction book and just not think about anything. So, you know, especially right now, I think it's just coming in phases and it's, it's how you, you know, really kind of work your mindset too. Right. And, and yeah, 
um, you know, it, this, that's a big part of, of the podcast and the blog. Um, you know, it, you know, we face a lot of, of different, um, challenges, especially related to our mind, you know, whether it's imposter syndrome or it's Mm -hmm. motivation or productivity, or, you know, if you're taking your music career from, you know, hobbyist to, to full-time career, you know, really getting into that entrepreneurial mindset um, and, and just, you know, thinking of, of it like a business and then trying to, you know, just work through all of that, you know? Yeah. Um, what are, what are some ways that you, you know, kind of work through those types of, of mindset shifts? Uh, you know, I, I, again, I feel like, I don't know if this is America or like the whole world, but there's that <laughs> mentality of like, hustle hard, never Mm -hmm. stop, don't sleep, work 90 hours a week. And then there's so many famous people that promote that. And I think that is so unhealthy, but I've definitely fallen victim to that, especially when I was first starting out, you know, and I was like, okay, this is going to be my career now. I didn't let myself sleep. I didn't let myself do anything. And I, it sucked. It was like, there's no, To me, that's not the point of life. And if you're not having fun along the way, then why, why, you know, music is fun. Like this, you should be having fun or you shouldn't, you need to adjust something. And it really, like, honestly, it bothers me that so many celebrities get away with saying, don't sleep or don't, you know, work, (laughs) work a thousand hours a week. It's like, you get to say that because you're a millionaire and you also have 50 assistants. Most of us are doing all of this ourselves right and we also yeah. have like actual bills that we have to pay that our business our passion projects probably aren't paying right now so right i just yeah for me the mindset is and will continue to be have a good time because yeah. if you're not then just take a break it's okay to stop and go have a good time and then come back and work yeah and i actually had a conversation with somebody yesterday about this and it's it's really you know bring it back to your why. Yeah. Why, why are you in this, you know, especially what, especially when you start to feel that imposter syndrome coming on, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're like, okay, I'm not good enough. This isn't good enough. This isn't right. This nothing feels right. You know, just really stop and go back to why are you doing this? Why, why did you start this business? Why did you start in music? Why do you want to be, you know, a singer, a songwriter, whatever it is that you're, you're, music career is you know and just yeah. take it back to that right. and then it'll become once once you've really thought about your why then it becomes more authentic and For then sure. and then that helps with the mindset it helps with that imposter syndrome you know and um yeah. and and the other thing too i think is you know it's 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 good to follow the people that you admire but also really, like you said, you know, just, it's that perspective, right? Like, yeah. Th- okay. You know, they're a superstar and they've got those assistants, <laughs> you know, right. like just really, you know, put that on the perspective and say, okay, you know, take, take bits and pieces, right? Say, okay, yeah. I, I admire what they're doing with this, but that's not my life. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that that will help too. And, you know, I think too, for me, the, the biggest help has been thinking of it in that entrepreneurial mindset, like a business, right. And, um, really putting limits on it and saying, okay, um, you know, if this was my full-time job, especially as this, this, you know, the side hustle, okay. How much would I 
be spending on this? Would I be working 24 seven on this? Mm-hmm. Or would I put those limits and say, I'm going to work from nine to five and be done. Right. Yeah. And um, forcing yourself. And also just to quickly bring it back. Cause I, um, you said, remember your why. I think a lot of people are not honest about their why. I, I know this from my own clients. A lot of them say, I'm not doing this for fame or money, but it's like, you, you kind of are. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, but that's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to be rich or wanting to be famous, but when you're not honest with yourself about it, you your why isn't authentic. And then when you go back to your why, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? So I think being like, my goal is not, honestly, I'm a session singer, so I'm really not trying to be famous, but I'm trying to make a living to where I can retire at a decent age. You know, I want my own house. Like I do want money. That's my, you know, so (laughs) your why can be multifaceted, but I think you do need to be honest with yourself. Do you want to be an A-lister? And if so, that's okay. But like, don't hide that. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. You know, just, just being true, true to yourself really, you you know, like you said, you know, you know, for me, it's like, yeah, would I like to make money off of what I'm doing? Absolutely. Right. I would love for this to be a full-time. Yeah. But at the same time, I also really enjoy talking, you know, talking to women and working with my clients and and seeing, seeing them and and, and their progress and, and their success too. Right. So it's, it, it, it is in, in ways multifaceted. And I think a lot of people, like you said, they're like, oh, I don't want to do this for money. Cause I think, and that, that kind of goes into money mindset. It's mm-hmm. the way we've been raised and the different things that we see through the media and, mm-hmm. and, you know, in our, in our lives about money and how, oh, greed is bad. And, and, you know, wanting to have, having so much money can be bad, but you just really have to shift your, your mindset about money. Too. Yeah. And then that'll kind of bring in that authentic, um, you know, authenticity and all that. And I think a great book for that, I don't know if you've read it, is Jen Sincero's, um, it's, so she has You Are a Badass. And then- That one I've read, yeah. Yeah. And then she has her second book um, in the series was You Are a Badass at Making Money. Oh, and no, that I haven't one, that one. Yeah. Okay. That one's all about uh, money mindset and really cool. shifting- um, I, I, I read it, I think it was like two or three years ago, and I really want to go back and read through it again. Um, but it's, you know, it's just really about, you know, shifting all those perceptions and, you know, wanting to, you know, make money from your artist career. It's not a bad thing. Right. And I think, I think a lot of it too goes back to, oh, you're selling out, you know, <laughs> yeah. like whole. And, and that's like, the other thing is like, famous people are promoting that famous people are saying don't chase fame it's like are, are you kidding like but you are famous like right. you did yeah. yeah so and also i think when I, I do some like there is some kind of mindset work that i do with my clients a little bit because i'm like wanting to be rich is fine why do you want to be rich like dig deeper into that and then usually right. they have like i want to take care of my family i want to support this cause that i really believe in that's another why so again yeah. like getting honest allows you to go deeper with that. And then soon you hit like the actual, actual reason. Yeah. There was, um, an exercise I did, I put together, um, 
a PDF on um, on shifting your mindset and an entrepreneurial mindset, and one of them was on finding your why. And I, I explained in it that it was it's like you know when you're you have a, a kid, and the kid yeah. says, "But why? But why? <laughs> but why?" And if you really kind of think about that, like you start off, okay, here's here's your why, but keep asking yourself, like you're you know a four year old. Yeah. why and keep drilling down because once you drill down then you'll find that ultimate this is why right and that's you know the the taking care of the family you know or the you know i want to to be financially free or i want to be able to to travel and experience the world while i do this and not be tied yeah. down to a you know an office or you know just really just keep pretend you're a four-year-old, yeah. <laughs> but why? And that really helps you get down to that, you know, that ultimate why. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I just kind of want to shift a little bit. Um, the, the, the Broken Glass podcast, you know, we highlight women, um, we provide advice and, and talk about, you know, successes, but we also talk about um, you know, some of the struggles we've had, you know, becoming, getting to where we are in the industry. And one of the things I always ask everybody is um, if you faced any resistance in the industry as a woman or just in general, because it is such a difficult industry to get into. Um, and if you did, how did you manage to overcome uh, the the different resistance? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um because I started this when I was a kid and nobody paid me, nobody even considered paying me, um, I morphed into a teenager and then a young adult doing this. And I realized like I'm spending a lot of money in gas, like driving around to people's studios and I'm spending a lot of time. And I've, you know, over the years I've refined my skills. I can record myself. I'm tech savvy. I'm doing so much more work. So I, a lot of this was mindset, but I had to get into the position of I can ask and I should ask to be paid for the work that I'm doing. I'm providing a service for these people that they can't or won't do. You know, if they're, if they need a female singer, then, you know, they need, and I feel, I love my clients. You know, I really love the people that I work with, but there are people who feel like, well, why should I pay you? Music is what you love doing. This is what you love to do. You shouldn't ask for money, you know? So getting around that mindset, it's like, no, but I'm, I'm providing you with a service. It's no different from mowing your lawn or, you know, whatever right. other service that you don't want to do, I'm providing for you. And I think that's so important regardless of what type of musician you are like if a bar doesn't want to pay you you're providing a service you're bringing entertainment to them you know like why wouldn't they pay you and they always try to get off on saying like but you love doing this this is your hobby it's like I <laughs> I don't that doesn't mean that I shouldn't be paid for it I don't understand what that has to right. do with anything yeah that no, that's so I'm true sure. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, it's so true. And, you know, it's, it goes back to that, you know, I think for some of us too, you know, um, mindset and, and imposter syndrome and, and the money yeah. piece. Right. And it's, yeah. it's making sure that, you know, you one stand up for yourself and say, no, you know, this is like you said, this is a service. It's yeah. not, um, it's not something I'm doing 
you know, it's not volunteer work. Right. <laughs> it's, it's not something I'm doing out of the, the kindness of my heart. It's, it's my career. It's my livelihood. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of, of people do face that, you know, being afraid to charge too much, mm-hmm. you know, or, or being afraid to even charge at all and ask for money or be, just really stand their ground and, and say like, look, you know, this is, this is what I'm worth, mm-hmm. you know, and there's room, you know, at, at some point for negotiation for sure. sure. Um, but uh, you know, and I faced that too, when I was first pricing my service, like, is that too much? Is anybody going to pay that? Yeah. And I had to just say, okay, this is what I'm going to charge. This is what I'm worth. This is how much time I spent learning these, you know, learning the skills learning the, you know, if, if it's involved with, with the website, you know, learning this technology on my own. Right. You know, so I can help you and you don't have to waste your time on this. Right. Right. So it's, it's really just, you know, it, 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 it all just, it all kind of goes back to that mindset piece, just really, you know, being, being strong and being, you know, having, having that, you know, getting rid of that imposter syndrome and just saying like, look, this is what I'm worth. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Right. And then going back to it, cause you did mention like as a woman being a woman. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I work with male songwriters a lot and they write songs for females. And I cannot tell you how many times I've had to be like, dude, no woman, <laughs> no woman thinks like this. No woman. Like I've turned down many songs that are like, all women are sluts except for me. And I'm like, is this how you think women, (laughs) you know, it's like, it's ridiculous how not everybody, you know, I've worked, obviously some people are great, but there are some men who just should not write. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that goes into, you know, I've talked with other, other um, yes too about it is, um, you know, how a lot of us, a lot of people have this perspective that women in the music industry are all catty and fighting against each other. And, and we're not like, I, I don't think I have experienced that once since I've started and it's, you know, everyone's willing to support everybody else. You know, I've got, had so many incredible people on this podcast. who just want to support me, support other artists. And, you know, we just connect and we share and, we give each other tips on different things and, and right. how can, cause there's space for everybody, especially, yeah. you know, especially now there's room for everybody at the table. And right. I think I was so still- excited to find another female music <laughs> blogger. Like, and I actually have a friend who's a, like, I want to set you two up <laughs> with each other. Cause I'm like, Oh, you would like each other. So yeah, it's just very strange. Like, okay. I would never write a song about being a woman of color. Right. Cause that's right. not my experience. And I don't have, any right or basis to say it so it just blows my mind that guys are like oh this this is what women think you know right it's like did yeah. you ask a woman what right. they really think about this <laughs> and i also like i've said like things like women they think women want men to do like oh you followed me home from work and that was really hot i'm like dude every woman would grab mace immediately and call the yeah. police like <laughs> is this what you do? Cause you need to stop immediately. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, and I've said it before on this podcast, but I mean, it's, it's 2020, you know, right. like the, some of the, the perspectives that are still out there and, <laughs> you know, there are some, some really great groups out there, you know, trying to shift that. Um, 
you know, and I think it's really awesome to see, you know, especially on, on Facebook and in the industry, the different groups that are coming together. Yeah. Of women. Um, you know, we have one in the, the music products industry, um, of, of women, you know, it, it, all across the music products industry, um, you know, connecting with each other and supporting and, you know, talking about leadership and, and the industry. And then, you know, there's, there's Facebook groups with, with women coming together and, and networking groups. And yeah, <clears throat> it's just, you know, there, there's just so much support out there and, and trying to flip, flip the script and say, no, like, look at us we're 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 together you know banding together yeah, right so um you know it's it, it's it's just interesting you know there's there's that perspective but i i love seeing what's been coming out of all of this too yeah for sure i think we are very glacially slowly moving in the right direction i hope yeah. <laughs> just maybe well, some snags yeah. along the way <laughs> yeah. And there's, you know, I've been so lucky in my career to have um, a lot of male colleagues that yeah. have been so supportive too. And, and they, you know, they don't, um, they don't judge and they just, you know, they're like, how can I support you? Right. You know, and how can I, can I get you, help you get your career forward? How can I help spread the word about your blog and your podcast and what you're doing? And you know, I love that too. And it's not just a judgment like, oh, I'm just yeah. going to do this for you. I love when somebody asks. Yeah. You know, and, and the one thing that comes to mind is, um, I think it was last fall, um, Andy Grammer posted um, uh, an open letter and he was going on tour and he sat down with his, you know, his female crew and said, you know, how can I make this tour better for you? Wow. That's great. Yeah. And it was, it was really, you know, and they basically came out with all these things and he's like, I would have never thought of that. Yeah. And I love that he asked instead of just assuming like, this is what you like. (laughs) Yeah. And it was down to like, even just like the, the garbage in the bathroom having a lid. Yeah. Right. Just think, just things like that, that they were like, well, this is what I, you know, this is what we would need and things that, you know, men don't ever think about. Right. (laughs) And, you know, he was just honest and just like, Hey, what can I do to make this better for you? And I wish that everybody did that, you know, yeah. and and not even like, you know, men asking women, but everybody asking each other. Yeah, for sure. You know, so it's, I mean, I, you know, we are, we are moving in the right direction. Like you said, Yeah. even though it's slow, we're getting there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so kind of, you know, kind of come into a little bit of a, a wrap up here. Um, what do you have anything? I know we're, you know, you're working really hard and we're in quarantine right now, but <laughs> do you have anything kind of coming up in the future that you're looking forward to? Um, any, any cool projects or, um, anything that you're going to work I don't towards? like, no, I'm not, um, working on my own stuff at all. I haven't been lately other than like covers and stuff, but mm-hmm. I am, honestly just looking forward to summer like I'm looking forward to you know quarantine being over but also seeing the changes in society like I'm really glad that essential workers are getting acknowledged as essential so I'm just looking forward to what's what the future holds the immediate future holds you know just in general in terms of me I just really hope to have more like blog posts and I'm really just trying to take it day by day. I hope I get all my projects done next week. You know, (laughs) that's my, my big goal for right now. But 
I wish I had something more exciting to announce, but I don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think everybody at this point is just, you know, we're just kind of taking it one day at a time. And, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of artists are um, having to cancel tours and, and yeah. then they, they've got to figure out how they can bring it online and, um, you know, still make a living because it's very different. Um, right. You know, it's 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 they're more reliant on things like tips right like posting their their paypal link or their venmo you know name and just saying hey like tip if you want rather than having that security of a you know of a contract with a venue right Um, so it's it's definitely interesting and i think i'm looking forward to just kind of seeing how the industry plays this out especially with no live shows looking like it's not gonna happen until 2021 Right. Yeah, that's so, crazy. What about you? Do you have anything coming up? I, you probably share it already, but <laughs> um, just you know, working on this. Um, yeah. I am trying to put together an e-course. Oh, fun! Um, yeah, I yeah. I so I have um, I have two, well, I started working on one back in January, and it was like a big, massive one. And then with everything that's been going on now, I've actually kind of cut it. I guess more in half okay. and just like the, the necessities of bringing, you know, what you need to do to bring your business online right now. Um, Cause I feel like there's a lot of people out there who, you know, do understand it, but um, you know, maybe they don't understand how to put a website together or what email marketing is or, you know, just, just kind of different pieces, you know, yeah. cause they're so focused on their artist career and really relying on, okay, I'll post on social media and then I'll go do a show. But now it's like, okay, how do I connect digitally with everybody? Right. How do I bring this online? And so I'm kind of putting together like a really a short course on that, just how to, you know, the different big pieces that you need to set up. Um, and then that will eventually feed into the bigger course. But, um, you know, I, I have a friend who um, she's a music therapist and she, right when all this started happening, she's like, I, I want to start an online business. How do yeah. I do it? And I was, that was what the trigger was. It was kind of like, okay, like you really want to know how to do this, but you have no idea. Um, so as I've been helping her out with that, I've been thinking, okay, how can I put a course together on this? Like, yeah. what am I working on with her that would benefit other people? Um, so it's been kind of fun to put that together. And I, um, I spent, um, all day Monday playing with loom and, and recording and putting together the PowerPoint. So it's okay. You know, that's it's, awesome. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun actually. So let me know when it's out. Cause I suck at email marketing, so <laughs> I will absolutely take it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely, um, I'm working on it. So I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll have it on the talk about it on the podcast too, coming up as well. Okay. Cool. Um, but, but yeah, no, just kind of working on that kind of stuff and just how can I support, you know, musicians in this time, right? Sure. And how can I, you know, what, what can I post on the blog or talk about in the podcast that I can really teach people? That's you awesome. Know, really, really provide that level of support and, and, and have, have their careers, you know, see what it does with their careers. Um, and then also I've been working with um, a company called B Squared Management. Um, and so what we've, they've been doing is, um, they've been doing live streams okay, with, with several of their artists. So they'll basically put together like a concert series. And so we did one last Friday and basically it was on Instagram and each artist went live, but they, you know, I was the sponsor and, 
and they talked about, you know, they do a song and then they talk about the, their management company and then about, you know, my company. And so it was really cool, like to just, you know, and, and to see some of these artists perform live who have only met through the podcast. Yeah. Right? Just talking to them and to really, you know, see them go live and hear their performance and, and to be able to share that with my audience too. Um, yeah. You know, my, my best friend, she was, we were texting, you know, she was watching it too. And she's like, oh my gosh, I love these artists. And, you know, just to, to be able to bring that to my audience too, was really cool. So um, going back to that whole piece about sharing and connecting with everybody. Yeah. That's great. Supporting other women. And there were there, you know, there were some male artists too, and they were awesome as well. So, um, you know, just to right now, just to spread music and, um, you know, cause it's, you know, music's the one thing everybody goes back to when, they're stressed or anxious or, you know, times like this Yeah, to have, have new music and to, to get lost in it really. Right. Definitely. Um, so, uh, just kind of finishing up here. Um, do you have any resources or advice that you would give to other women looking to start, uh, in music, either in, you know, blogging as a, as a, you know, musician or something like becoming a, a, a session singer or a session artist? Um, I, th- I really want to hit home again on what we said earlier about like mindset, um, imposter syndrome, you are worth getting paid um, and you need to take some downtime. Please do not work 24 hours a day, especially if you have a like a full-time job. Like everything else can be learned over time but you are worth getting paid and you are worth getting sleep is like the main <laughs> things that I could, that I wish I could tell every artist, but I think yeah. women, especially, you know, mm-hmm. I wish I could go back to myself two years ago and tell myself that. <laughs> right, same. Cause I really didn't believe either. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For me, it took getting totally burned out last summer to, um, and I took two full weeks off, didn't, touch anything went on a trip with my friend and came back and I was refreshed and I was like that's what it feels like yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay let's not do this again <laughs> right so yeah um, that's my main yeah. advice but also like I blog about session singing and like breaking into the music industry often so if any if you're looking for more specific advice you can try my blog um, which is at melamusic.com Okay. Yeah. And I'll definitely share that in the, sh- the show notes. So everybody can, can find that and awesome. Thank um, you. get their advice. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so do you have any favorite books, podcasts, or, you know, artists that inspire you, uh, inspire your career, your, your blog, um, your, your own music? Right now I'm actually reading Dolly Parton's memoir. It is oh, I heard about hilarious. That. I laugh out loud probably every other page. <laughs> She is so funny. And honestly, like I wouldn't, she's before my time. You know what I mean? Like right. I wouldn't, I'm like a fan, but now I'm a fan, like capital F. But um, in terms of my blog and my session singing, Whitney Houston was a session singer. That's how she got her start in the industry. Okay, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, so I'm obsessed with her. I own <laughs> clothes and posters and every book that's ever been written and I write about her. Like I um, did a blog post where I ranked every song she's ever done from worst to best. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was featured on the new, it was like, I, so yeah, I'm a fan girl for that. Um, but yeah, like favorite, 
Well, I'm sorry. The question was favorite musician, I mean, right? Favorite. Yeah, book. books, podcasts, musicians, you know, that inspire you and your, right. your Okay, work. well, I love this podcast for sure. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't, honestly, if I'm being completely honest, podcasts, there are so many and it's so overwhelming to know who to get into and who to listen to, you know? So yeah. I tend to like only accidentally stumble into them like I did with yours like just oh here's a pin and I'll click that so <laughs> podcasts I really don't know a lot about but books I love memoirs about like you know artists I love reading about how artists made it and their whole life and stuff like that yeah and I'm gonna definitely check out that Dolly Parton book oh that it's so sounds, good yeah <laughs> it's so um, good. and that was interesting an interesting fact about Whitney Houston I had no idea but you know that that's a good she that's a good story you know especially for someone looking to do something like you know what you are right like you know what can come from something like that you know and then how you can start you know with with something as simple as you know being a session singer yeah and work your way up to I guess superstar really right that kind of I'm not I don't want anybody to know who I am but at the same time I do because I have a blog yeah. you know what I mean so I'm like yeah constantly fighting that but I I don't want to be Whitney Houston famous yeah. at all. like her no. life is not <laughs> <out> well <laughs> I am in the same boat as you yeah. <laughs> uh, you know for me it's like I want people to find the podcast and the blog but I'm okay not being at superstar level right <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's awesome though. Um, one last question before we go, um, where can my followers find and connect with you? We already mentioned your website, but, um, you know, do you have social media accounts that we can connect with as well? Yeah, actually easiest is just go to mellowmusic.com and right up on the top, I've got all of my social media stuff on there. So you can just find your favorite site and I'm on it. (laughs) So Awesome. Yeah. I will, uh, I'll connect to that and share that so everybody can find you and your, and your blog. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. Yeah, this was awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Broken Glass podcast. If you like the show and want to know more, visit www.brokenglassmediallc.com, subscribe to the podcast, and don't forget to leave a review. Join me each week to hear new stories, learn all about the tools and resources available to you, and get tips for building a career in music. If you're interested in becoming part of a community of supportive women in music, join our secret community on Facebook at the Broken Glass Collective.